looking back on that, I shouldn't be comparing myself to other artists and that mm. we're all on our own path. Comparison you is know? the thief it's of hard. joy. I guess. Oh, my God. I, that's something I have to continuously remind myself of. But at the same time, <laughs> like, yeah. I I don't know. I, I think that I, I want to continue growing. And I am, but just, like... Uh, it's it's that thing of like I want to wow myself constantly. Yeah. All right. Well, we are at episode eighteen, sitting here with the legend Max the Chevy and Yiza here. Um, thank you both for joining us. We are fresh off uh, for some people five day festival festival Electric Forest. Mm-hmm. Still I was sleeping in my bed every night. Still all yeah. running and running on fumes. Yeah. Um, but welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Yeah. Um, Max, legend in Detroit, been doing the, I would say, veteran. Oh. I got the. I thought you did that on the What? Max is like, yeah, this is me. The Great Lakes are calling me right now. Interesting. But yeah, as I was saying, veteran in the game, amazing photographer. Yiza, also an amazing photographer. I've been seeing you literally everywhere recently. Um, I don't know how you're doing it. You're I don't know. everywhere. <laughs> so, um, My been, just flooded with her posts. Seriously, blowing <laughs> up. Um, I've been seeing your work everywhere and getting reposted everywhere. So it's Thank really you. cool to have both you guys on the podcast. Yeah. Excited to be. Yeah, excited to be here too. Thank you guys for we'll having us. We talk about camera things. Yeah. Did you just come back? So you were in Michigan, obviously. Yeah. And then you went back to Florida? No. Oh, okay. You haven't left. No, I haven't. I haven't gone anywhere. Yeah, because you were staying. Oh. With, <laughs> no, with them, right? yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought you were saying that you were, you were touching down on a plane or something like that. Oh, absolutely not. No. Okay. I That's was. Cool. I drove from Florida to uh, Bonnaroo, and then from Bonnaroo to Forest, yep. and then I ended up staying a night in Grand Rapids, and then came back to, to Detroit. Yeah, yeah. No. Came back to Detroit. Have you been yeah. to Detroit before? No, this is my first time in Michigan. Period. So oh, wow. yeah, okay. yeah. What uh, do you think? Um, <laughs> I like some, I like the weather, I will say that, but I haven't really felt like I've explored enough of it to get a good feel. The uh, highway is just a bunch of trees. Yeah, lots of, I've seen, okay, I saw more roadkill in three hours in Michigan than I did driving across the country to Las Vegas. <laughs> I don't understand There's like what's times going of on. the year that it gets like crazy yeah, bad. Like, here, Max, can we get you to pull that mic closer to your face? Can we get a check, check? Check, check. Hold Beautiful. That. Well, I can barely hear him. Can you guys hear him fine? I can hear him. I can hear him. Little Not as loud as the rest like, of us, he, but... Check, check. He's got a loud I'm number voice. two. Now oh, you're turning okay. me up. He's number four, I believe. Check, check. Check, check. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Beautiful. Wow. But yeah, hella roadkill out here. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is if they're just... They haven't... The wildlife haven't gotten the... The get-go with the yeah. highways and stuff. I mean, like, that's so ignorant to say, but... They need, <laughs> it's a good they need sign some nature highways, for sign. sure. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, out in, like, Utah and Colorado, they have those nature highways, which are... Yeah, mm-hmm. some in proven, Florida, too. Okay. Yeah. They're proven to actually work, which is actually really cool. <laughs> have you uh, hit a colossal pothole yet? Okay. No. Did you guys miss them all out coming into yeah, the Yeah, Oh, okay, God, okay. Yeah. No, we did dip in a little bit. Yeah. We did dip in one. So bad. They're so Literally, bad. this bend right out here is like swallowing cars up almost every day. It's Jesus. I'll be Michigan doing work is at my known. computer, yeah. and I'll just hear like a kutum, tss, and oh. I'll just run outside, and boom, 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 boom. I'm <laughs> no. like, oh, there goes another one. Oh, Damn. no. That's the worst. Yeah. 
they're craters out here for sure. Oh yeah, Michigan roads suck. Uh, yeah. I mean, one thing that I've been figuring out is most roads in America suck because I've been you know driving around pretty much everywhere, and uh, it's it's not any better anywhere else. Actually, well, I will say. Florida's actually not that bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 I'm yeah, realizing yeah. that now. Georgia, I gotta say, I think has the best roads. Hands I agree down. with you on that. Tell that down. to Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta. It's, yeah, Atlanta sucks. Atlanta's everywhere outside, like on the outside skirts of that, is like it's glass. nice and well taken care of. Yeah. I realize it's, it has well, to do with if you guys have, if you have tolls or not. If you have yeah, tolls, sure. your roads are. Because mm-hmm. all that money is going back to that. Everything else is going God knows where. Mm-hmm. Also in Michigan, we have. Winters where hot and then cold and then huge semis equals lots of cracks and stuff. What do you mean? Like when stuff heats up and cools down, it separates and cracks. And dude, then... look at Ohio. Ohio's got the same weather that we do. And as soon as you cross that borderline, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. But, you have a point. Yeah. Okay. Enough about the roads. What's up, guys? How was Forest? <laughs> Tell Forest me about was it. crazy, man. Um, I'm still recovering. Yeah. Uh, it was completely beautiful immaculate i think that going into forest i was feeling very like not creative and burnt out and coming out of forest i feel like i'm on the right path of my career and just with like my happiness and mental health overall fuck yeah it was dude it was beautiful that's awesome i was feeling burnt out like a couple weeks ago and i had to disappear into the like Nordhaus Dunes area, and I kind of had like the same thing like a nice little reset so yeah it felt like a reset a little bit of um uh grounding yeah i would say grounding but it would, dude, it was it was beautiful. So many experiences, running into so many friends I haven't seen in a while. Networking was just out the wazoo. I yeah. was gonna say like getting your it. getting your feet down on the ground and just being able to like network with dude. like everyone and just seeing everybody like it's in cr- the creative world too and just like rubbing it's those crazy, shoulders. Is really dude. Cool. It's crazy. And then I think also just like meeting so many people that I inspire to work with or that I look up to and just like getting to hang out with them one on one and just like, dude, we were having like heart to hearts, going and catching shows together, dancing together. It's like the world around us didn't really matter. Yeah. And there's no like social barrier. Well when you're surrounded by this the same people that you are and that you do in the same creative field, like it's really I assume it's really refreshing because, you know, you're just, you're the average of all your friends. And if you and all your friends are all together doing the dope shit, like there's nowhere to go but up. Dude, it felt amazing. It was just like a high you couldn't like get off of that ride. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It was so nice. That's dope. But I'm happy yeah. for you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, body-wise, struggling. Dude, <laughs> I struggling hard. Saturday. Well, aren't you guys going to Grateful Dead tonight, too? You yeah, gotta, we're going yeah. to Grateful Dead and John Mayer. You got tonight. it. Saturday night, I hit 30,000 steps. That's 15 oh, miles. Smokes. Dude, I hit 25. That's a lot. Yeah. Did you but, guys have any like blisters or anything like that? Or? Oh, I have a really bad one on my foot, but I was also as much as I could finesse golf carts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was the wildest stories I could tell them. I'm like, yo, I need a ride right now. Mm-hmm. When you have a camera in your hand, it helps out too. Oh, they, 100%. They, show, they show respect to that. So. The first night though, when we were coming back, I'm coming back with Joe Hurtler and we're all pretty sauced. It took us like two hours to get back. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Well, you got to stop and say what up to everybody. Dude, go yeah. check shit out. We took one of the school buses one of the nights. And like, <laughs> yeah, how was that? Dude, they loaded that thing up. Like packed to three to a seat. Every single person packed in the aisle way, like squished up against people. It was like Miss Frizzle in the magic <laughs> school bus. I, was <laughs> was I assume like the bus driver is <laughs> just like, get in. Yeah, dude, dude she, was, she was this old lady that probably actually was a school bus driver for like the kids during the day. And, oh, like, yeah. it was, Jeez. She loved it. It was sweet. Did you guys get dropped off at the artist camping? Because the first night they're like, we're not going to take you there. So we ended up just, I walked like two hours throughout the whole festival. 
Were you, in, up on, you were in lot D, right? Yeah, yeah, I ended up on the freeway with Joe Hurtler, and they're like, oh, we got to go all the way back now, and we ended what? up going through the fight. Yeah, dude, we were sauced. Jeez. It was oh, like man. 7 in the morning. We were like, just trying to that go was the That was the night I ran into you at the Renegade yeah. Straight bus. Straight Spunion. That oh, was yeah. a mess. That I night. had no idea what was going on at the Renegade bus, and then like the night after, um, we went to Grizz's like, Good Life set, mm-hmm. which was really cool, and then I drank a little bit too much, and then I somehow appeared at John Summit back-to-back Subtronics, and by the way, craziest renegade at electric forest i have never seen anything like that it was so it was on, that was on the renegade bus dude too. yeah it was on the Damn. evil chicago bus and the bus was like dipping inward because there were so many people on top of there oh, and some was like playing house john summer was playing dubstep and it was packed do you know what happened to his arm by the way no i like oh um, him and his girlfriend yeah like she for his girlfriend she was pulling a big suitcase and dropped it on her foot. And for his arm, he oh, was man. walking his dog, and his dog just like pulled him or some oh, shit. My God. Oh, yeah, I saw he had like the what, yeah. what timing? <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. I I said to her, I was like, you two are a pair with your foot and his arm. <laughs> it looked but, like yeah. they got in like a car accident or something. But that's what Way I thought. Serious, you know? That's like, what I thought. Which I thought it was funny that it was like two completely unrelated. Yeah, but and just stuff like happens. I guess mishaps. Yeah, no, that's uh-huh. crazy. Well, so, how was your experience? Yeah, your was experience this your first forest? This was my first forest. Okay. Um, I had a good time. I don't feel like I got the experience that I was expecting. Well, you were hustling. You worked. How many artists did you work for? Um, I want to say seven, but okay. I'm not exactly sure. That's crazy, That's dude. I'm not exactly sure. You're a beast, you do, you know Um, I did Smokeland, 100 Drums, Mersive, and Recno. So four. So, okay. Nice. Yeah. I, yeah, I did, um, God, I can't even remember. I did, no, I did, okay, Not Low, Rec No, Super Task, Lab Group, uh, Potions, Blue to Tiger. There's someone I'm missing. Of the Trees, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Of the yeah. Trees. Okay, yeah, yeah so seven. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm so far out of the EDM scene, I don't recognize, like, half those names. Yeah. <laughs> it's I terrible. Wanna, I want to ask you, how was Blue the Tiger? Because, dude, she is so, so She's dead. awesome. I only caught the end of it because I was working uh, Brandon's set. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I caught the end of it and snapped some pics of that. But I mostly went for, like, press shots. Um, my friend Josiah, he does uh, official media I don't know. It's like double O official. Okay. And so it's it's like kind of like an acre thing, but um, he, they're all over. I know he's based in New York, but he has like Megan Birch on there, and she's based in Texas. She's really awesome. Um, he, he has another girl, Leah, um, who's phenomenal. Um, she goes under the name Crump Nugget on Instagram. <laughs> Check her out. Yeah, she yeah. But uh, yeah. So he plugged me in with blue to tiger because he knew I've, I've been trying to get in some more genres besides edm like so more bands more rappers like and everything and yeah exactly stuff, yeah. yeah um so that was fun too yeah but uh for the most part oh well, i think i went into it i mean i've been wanting to go to electric forest since i was like 13 years old it's been on my bucket list for a long time um i went into it with like i don't know everybody always talks about forest and how like life behind exactly yeah yeah yeah. so i I went into it thinking i was gonna have like a very life-changing spiritual experience um which was i mean i still had a great time but i think next time i want to do 
less artists and actually like get to take it in i also feel like i'm spoiled because i went to i've been to halloween a couple times and i and i love halloween that's and the forest of the south for exactly sure. yeah, exactly that's and mm-hmm. it's just like a little wow. bit smaller so less walking <laughs> but i feel like i get the same vibe with like the trees and they have the big wizard and i don't know and also it's halloween time which is my favorite holiday so you get that cool spooky vibe mm-hmm. um I feel that though, yeah. and it is so hard to fully enjoy the forest. I feel like, I mean, when you have seven artists you're working for, literally every yeah. time I was running into you or yeah, you're running probably around about, like your batteries, your cars, yeah. like oh, basically yeah. everything on the back of your head. But um, yeah, I can I can definitely relate to that. It's kind of hard to find that balance and stuff. And I know like John Humphreys and Zach and stuff. They we did the the Recno video together, but <laughs> mm-hmm. like they were strictly like. That's the only artist we're working for because we want to like enjoy forest. Like that's our one festival kind yeah. of yeah, kind of deal. And I was like, I feel you. I'm also like making that change. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. I yeah. think that's the route uh, I'm gonna take next time, and uh, hopefully get to experience a little bit more. But uh, I don't really have any complaints. For I mean, I had a good time. Uh, Except just I also like to have some fun, yeah. <laughs> you know. I wasn't on uh, Demon Time like Max. Oh I yeah, know. I was on Demon Time for sure. Uh, yeah. what, oh no, okay, we we were full. You're hitting rare form. Oh, I was on full Gremlin the last <laughs> night. We, were at, uh, we ended up going to the staff party together at the Grand yeah, Artique till fun. Well, like eight in the morning, eight thirty. Yeah, something like that. You oh, seem yeah. like the type of guy who doesn't have to be babysat though when that happens. Is this true? Yeah. Full super Gremlin. Mm, he, I mean, he goes off. He does his own thing. Yeah. I didn't. He he. I will say he does hide his sauce very well. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm good at I that didn't too. realize he was as sauced as he was, and then he mm-hmm. wakes up the next morning and tells me he's naked with his toes out. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, I, I woke up. You in gotta my get car. comfortable. Yeah, I woke up in my car. I think it was like Saturday, just butt naked, windows down, toes out, and I was like, "How did I get here?" Mm. But that's the forest. Yeah, <laughs> that the, the Friday Saturday like gap right there. Yeah. It definitely the, the kind of takes a takes a form. Oh so. yeah, for sure. It's a different world. I uh, I've only been to Electric Forest once, and it was in 2011, like the first year that it started. Okay. And um, I was, I think I was either 16 or 17, and honestly, I don't know how I got the tickets because I think you have to be 18 now to go, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're not going with a guardian or something. Do you? Yeah, I think so. Really? There's there's child passes now too. Okay. Yeah. Well, we took my parents' minivan, and it was all me and my homies, and like we were just in this whole. Actually, Masteria was with us. Because <laughs> I love we, Steven. Yeah, you know, we went to high school together, but he, it was us and like a couple other people, and I just remember like thinking that you know, oh wow, like we're from Man Arbor, like we got all this weed, like all this shit, like we went in there so confident, like we got so like everything that we need. <laughs> And then we get in there and some dude pops out from behind a tree and he's like, hey, you guys want any weed? And me and my friends just kind of look at each other. We're like, nah, we're good, dude. Like fucking cocky 16, 17 year olds. And then he was like, you guys want any ketamine? And we all just kind of looked at each other. We were like, oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> shit, man. Should we buy some ketamine? Is this an undo? What's going on? Like never experienced yeah. this life at all. And we we're like, no, we're good. And he walks away and we were like, oh. Like where are we? What what's the right. possibilities that can happen this weekend? It's a completely different world. And I thought I think honestly, like the theme for people partying, and I don't do it myself, but ketamine, man. That was the nonstop what I heard all of Forest. Yeah. yeah. Just watching people walk around like astronauts walked out, just like yeah. dude, where am I going? I'm I like, feel like that's a that's a just a new theme in general as festivals. It's yeah. it's like starting to shift over. I personally don't understand it. I don't either. But uh I mean, I'm not going to judge. To each their own. You yeah, know? exactly. Was, um, Whatever you want to do. There was a secret. It was Grismas, like a secret show. 
or Christmas in July. And yeah. I was doing live painting. And oh, that's nice. It was fun. But I just remember it was like one of the hottest days of the year, probably mm. like 100 degrees in Detroit. And the show doesn't start until like four or five. Mm-hmm. This is at like noon. And there's already a kid like in the corner, K hold out. And I'm just yeah. like, especially in the sun. Especially in the, like especially in the yep. heat. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. So many memories at Harry's. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. Like, even with the heat, like, I can understand how people do that. Yeah. Well, Dude, that was like Smokeland set, like, 3:30 p.m. and people are just like packed shoulder to shoulder, like blistering. Swamped out. I like. am <laughs> just blown away. I I'm sad I missed that set to be honest, mm-hmm. but seeing that crowd for them. Yeah, shout out to the yeah, Smoke and really Ant and Harry. Uh-huh. Um, that was fucking. That's huge. what we just watched. Yeah, their crowd I was huge. I was like nervous for them because i was like it's the first set of the weekend it's so early people are just arriving i was just arriving when they were playing and that's why i missed them like we got there pretty late yeah i was like i really hope there's people there for them and i saw the picture i was like holy people showed the fuck yeah Yeah, they showed up yeah it was so awesome too harry like right as he like stepped off stage was just like bawling like it all like hit him oh don't it was so sick that's so cool um well you were telling me well deserved for them Uh it's like this year was more edm than ever like cheese got pushed all the way back to there at the carousel, carousel that one day, which I was really surprised. Yeah, on, dude, Tripoli stage. I think it was Saturday. Tech house stage. Yeah, all tech house <laughs> really? all night. Yeah, was it popping though? Because it was I poppin'. feel like the uh, the few times that I like, or at least the content that I saw, and the few times I walked back, like after seeing the stage on what was it Friday? Yeah, when you know, yeah, everybody lined up that whole day. I felt like the the turnout for tech house wasn't as strong as it was for the base so i think later in the night so i was there for wax motif and just oh, from okay. backstage looking there it looked crazy and i stayed for john summit and dom dalla and mm-hmm. a little bit of fisher it was bumping and then pasquel showed up the guy who owns Insomniac. he was there he, he yeah, gave dude. us he gave us uh some weed with him. yeah he gave <laughs> us some of his pasquel weed yeah that he was was super, he, dude he was super cool he was wearing a mushroom hat i'm like who is this guy and i was like oh yeah he showed up with like 50 people on stage i'm like makes sense yeah but i think later in the night it started to get like very very packed well john summit's always gonna have a big a pack oh 100 percent. it's a party dude, we were at for sunset music festival we were at the hotel and get out the the transpo and John Summit's van rolls up and just like him with like literally there had to been like thirty girls packed. In. It was like a clown car. Like, <laughs> Sounds like John Summit. It's like we're like, holy shit, they're they're still going. Yeah, <laughs> the young playboy of the tech house scene. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. he's he's blowing up right no, now. No, hundred percent, dude. I mean, I met him in twenty nineteen at a movement after party, and mm-hmm. comparing that to now, it's like he's exponentially grown, millionfold. Oh yeah. It's nuts. Speaking of like growing up or like just glowing up, the the glow up of Mersive too, like the 2018, like last year, the last year that we did Forest till like this year, that Sherwood set. I don't know if either of you guys were at the. I stopped the by Sherwood for a second. One. It looked huge, dude. It was. I did. I, packed, I did see it for like a shoulder to shoulder, almost all the way to the freaking woods. Was he yeah. playing all of his bangers, or did he have any like down tempo or anything going on? Um, I mean, yeah, he had. He brought out all the stops for sure. Nice. It was a. Uh, it was amazing, well curated set with uh, the I mean, SFX and all that. Per too. usual, though, I feel like his set. He is consistently, uh, one unique, and two like. He, he takes you on a journey and he takes you like through different things, even when he's like throwing down. I don't know. I've never had a bad time at immersive set. Yeah. I will yeah. say like every I single time you. I'm like, 
or he and there's always like one point where he plays something i'm like what the fuck is this guy doing yeah. like how he's is a, he doing he's it he's a mixing guy but i think he's that like he takes you through a story yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. i agree there's agree. like a whole story arc of rise and fall yeah. mm-hmm. and i saw it brings it all back yes. i saw too that he had like um a little like quoted area just like thanking people and kind of like the rules yes. of the set which i know uh-huh. Chris does as yeah, well yeah, yeah and that to me is speaks volumes mm-hmm. that is so cool yeah i think uh um i can't remember who the, who said it but they're like the he's at least his following is the way that it's growing it's like to the level that base i don't want to say it but like the way that base nectar was where he had such like a cult following and like just die hard fans like i feel like if anyone if anyone in the base scene i mean aside from like grizz whatever is building that following it's immersive Mm -hmm. i agree with that people following him around the state um, I mean, at least now I, with I that, see it for sure. Like people like on the rail and stuff. There's people that I see time and time again. Yeah, it's, like, it's crazy, dude. I see that at Grizz shows. What do you do for a living? Yeah, Grizz has <laughs> been doing that for a while now yeah. too. He's yeah. got a hardcore following. Yeah. ever since like MSU. No, I know it's crazy. But even like as you guys were just saying, seeing these kids who are just consistently following them around the country, mm-hmm. the first thing that comes to mind is like, one, how do you afford this? Yeah, two, totally. What do you do all day? Yeah, but three, just like the diehard love. Yeah. And to see that it, it, as you were saying, that it's like a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it that's really so is. cool. And then going back to what you were saying about Grizz, dude, seeing him tell his fans to clean up after, and I will, I will stay and watch. And people it, no, will, people do it. People will clean. Grizz will says, lead. "Clean up, you clean up." Yeah, Grizz <laughs> like, says, clean up, clean. yeah. If you're a good leader and like you actually lead your people, they're gonna listen. Yeah. So they have Which at, is at ranch. Respect. At ranch, they have prize cart too. I don't know if you've been there years past, but like they've had like a prize cart jingle after all the big sets. No, no. it's so tight. Clean but that clean big, up. it's like a big like trolley basically that i think you get prizes if you like give like trash bags to it's a, that's it's a cool insight it's really cool yeah. Yeah. do they still have the wet team and everything like that i think so i didn't hear much about them this year i don't know if they got cut i've done wet team before mm-hmm. did i successfully complete it no <laughs> but what is that is that, is that, is that the like trash work, program or is that, is that no, it's work like a work program. exchange program so like uh, i worked yeah. silent disco before we've done trash um, and you get tickets in exchange, but I ended up just getting too hammered. And I was like, I'm Dude, not going back to my show. So did you friends? have to pay? <laughs> no, I just snuck back in the forest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of my friends did wet team one year, Thomas. And it was just crazy because like it was the only year that I went in 2011. And um, we would be like waking up in the morning or like, you know, like rolling around, getting ready to go to bed or something. And he would just come back on some fucked up bicycle from somewhere <laughs> with like a bunch of trash and like just dive into his bed sleep for like an hour and then wake up and he's like we gotta go we gotta go to the stages because like i gotta go back to work in just a little bit i'm like dude how are you doing this right now like you slept like two hours this whole weekend yeah. it's a hustle That's for crazy. sure it yeah. definitely is a hustle dude, i've I, never done it i it's a lot of work so you get paid essentially plus a i know ticket. what it is yeah. i refuse i no, always refuse yeah, <laughs> i was like i will i <clears throat> sold my xbox to go to uh, <laughs> a sunset when i was like 15 or something no more I gaming for her i never got another one and that's one of my biggest regrets honestly was selling my xbox but you know you had to do what you had to do yeah, i did it you might not I sold be my here PS2. in this position if you didn't sell that xbox yeah so you gotta exactly. look at it that way exactly. yeah. but i sold my ps2 and all my ps2 games back in the day and i never forgave myself for it yeah same with it was a limited edition it was a limited edition was it 360 uh yeah it was uh the modern warfare oh i had that edition, one yeah i had that one and it made the cool noise when you yeah. turn it on yeah. and then yeah that's funny dude i guess i still got a first gen xbox one in my room over there that's been kicking like 
Oh, that's the one yeah, that works. I use. That's it's, the one that I use every day. Or not yeah, every day, it's going on like nine years now, and it's still that's crazy. Still my trusty old Netflix machine in Halo. That's about <laughs> Halo. it. Halo, nice. Yeah. Miss that. Miss that. But um, I was just gonna say real quick after being on like the professional side of like festivals and stuff. There's no way I don't think I could ever like pay to go to dude, like a GA no, or like an electric no. chorus. Like, I'm gonna be honest. It's with a you. marathon, no. bro. Like. Hell even <laughs> so going off of that like there was points where i'm coming back and i was working with joe hurtler and the rainbow seekers and i mean those dudes they're madmen. they'll walk the whole festival they do like ice winter trips like i would never do that and mm-hmm. i would be hailing cabs and like yeah come on come walk with us i'm like too bougie for that <laughs> i need a golf cart to get dropped off to where i need to go yeah how was the weather was it like it wasn't blistering hot or anything it, it was really hot. nice yeah. i underestimated the night i was like i'm gonna pre-pack everything i don't need any hoodies it's gonna be so hot oh it was man freezing at night dude yeah, it got well, a little chilly at night no rain though little that's, bit good. that's rain, a good thing that's though your body yeah. needs that sometimes for sure yeah. artist pool though during the day Slapping. Slapping. It didn't seem very popping from what Trey told, like the pictures it, that I saw. It was, it was a little packed. downscaled from yeah. from the years past. I agree with that. But it was still popping. Free know. drinks on tap. Yeah. First day was most popping. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Free drinks, dude. I would just like, when I wasn't working or doing Not anything. free drinks, free vodka, which I'm yeah. like. Well, same thing. <laughs> Wait, no chaser? No, no, they had like vodka. Red Bulls. Yeah, but oh, okay. you could only get vodka or, and then that's, they had two beers. And I'm like, that's so rough. I didn't even know about the beer. So I got vodka, Sprite. So it was Tito's, vodka, Sprite, and then a little bit of watermelon Red Bull. And I would eat just like a little bit of mushrooms and just jump in the pool and like talk to people. Me and great. my therapist decided I shouldn't be drinking vodka Red Bulls anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that <laughs> that would have been hard for me. I would have been breaking some rules. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, well, no it's, choice. There's it's hard like. because you have those for free or you're going to go out into. GA world and pay a hundred dollars. Oh for yeah, yeah, no, Dude, it's crazy. can't happen. So actually, in the general store, they were selling, and I saw this on Twitter. There was an uproar about it. They were selling cases of water for sixty bucks. I saw that the Pure what? Life's. Yeah, yeah. The Pure Life's. It was crazy, yep. dude. Wait, 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 wait. You're talking about like a case of water that would usually costs like twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. at the general Someone, store, sixty bucks. Not I, even I took one of those. Oh, would that be twenty dollars? Something maybe like that. I'm not you, sure. It's like nine dollars. What's the no, no, city? Yeah. I feel like something. seven or nine bucks, yeah. like, like yeah. Kroger or something. I don't remember the water infrastructure at Forest. Is it just everything that gets brought in there's like no wells and stuff or what well, no they have like the water you. fill up stations but he's talking like in the general store where like if you wanted to go yeah, buy yeah, yeah, take yeah. it back to group camping or something yep. you know but 60 dollars the dummies like, that didn't hit the walmart water before. yeah true, true i agree but like water is like a humane yeah, like you need seriously. water yeah. to yeah. 60 bucks bro mm-hmm. who the fuck do you think i am? you guys ever heard about the workout festival in ohio <laughs> i have heard about the word i've heard yeah. Heard, uh, Workout festival? Yeah, where it's it's from the band The Works. It's W-E-R-K. like a jam band festival. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've heard good and bad. Yeah, so when I was going, when I was super into the festival scene and I was going like all over, like it was basically just jam band shit. And um, the Workout Festival was great because for me, it was like back in like 2014 or 15 was my last festival. But um, they had uh, this um, team of people that would come in with, free unlimited jugs of water and like for every jug that you drained like a jug was donated to like places in africa and shit like that too i was like yeah why don't i don't understand why people just don't take this approach i understand that there's a monetary thing about it but electric forest needs to do that that's literally one of the coolest things i've ever i think water i mean like monetary okay alcohol you want to tax i understand food all right whatever but like cigarettes go fuck yourself (laughs) (laughs) water dude water yeah that's fucked up that's how you're gonna have people od like it is dehydration and stuff. There's but tons of kids who are not gonna go. They're not gonna drink water because they don't want to buy a ten dollar thing of water. And it's like, 
in the in the festival's defense, I 100% agree. They do have those like water fill up stations. Yeah, like, yeah. If yeah. you have containers, you can like which use most the people do. Well, yeah. shit or whatever. Yeah. It is. yeah. Like, so also speaking on the festival, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. But so Bunk Police was present this year, and mm-hmm. there was okay. a text that was sent out on the last day, saying that there was a bunch of mushrooms, of, uh, oh, spores. I heard that. Contaminated with fentanyl. Yeah, I heard that. There were so many cases, and I mean, I have the Bunk Police, like, uh, subscribe thing on my, or subscribe to their text, sorry. And they were just getting hit with cases and cases of overdoses with fentanyl, and it's just so scary. Really? Yeah, to see that, like, this is so common in the festival scene and in the U.S., and it's just been getting growing I just think it's fucking weird that it's going into things like mushrooms. Like, okay, if you're going to take a a Xanax. I agree with you on that. It's cross-contamination is what it is. It's because, like, there's... Whether we like it or not, we would we would hope that all of our drugs come from like somebody like a, a friend of a friend yeah, of a friend. But still, most of the time they come from larger, yeah. more like crime operated people, which means like you know you're still mixing your drugs in an, in a facility. So your heroin and your coke and all that other stuff gets yeah. mixed on the same scale. And it's like a, if you're allergic to peanuts and you get a Hershey bar, it says may contain nuts on it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, it's really really. But it's like, up. how do you yeah. test a mushroom? Like, yeah, uh, like you, you, can. That's really you dissolve, scary. you know, the the bean or whatever into water. You do your test. Like, how do you like, keep your so safe? Mass, but yeah. s- like, keep yourself safe from that. I mean, I guess grow your own mushrooms, which yeah. I mean, a lot of people do. But like, I don't know. I just think it's uh, it's really sad, and it is. It's unfortunate that uh, it's taken. It's creeping into so many things that really shouldn't be that dangerous oh yeah percent yeah i mean there's even like with powders and stuff there and like fentanyl there's like a the chocolate chip effect where like you could have a bag of whatever you know and Mm -hmm. be doing it and then um there could be like a little chunk of fentanyl in that and it happened to it happened to a friend of a friend where like they were all sharing a bag of something and then one friend did it and he like got the chunk with the fentanyl in it and like had it's so scary. It's also just stuff. like the like, smallest amount that is what it takes to actually like cause issues or So you could potentially test your bag and, and like it's fine. Exactly. And then it, like it could be in the bottom corner or whatever. Like mm-hmm. who knows, you know? Yeah. It, that's so scary, man. It's Seriously like, though. It's just yeah, it's, it's terrifying. just unfortunate. And um I it just demonizes the whole thing. I don't know. Like, uh, obviously, you put yourself at risk when you're doing drugs in the first place. They're not that they're not necessarily good for you, but I think that creating a safe space to like enjoy yourself every once in a while or do whatever you want to do is like just like back in the old days. Like, I was about to say, I, like the old there was days. a time where like <laughs> you could only OD on coke if you did so much that your heart stopped. Now it's like people like Mac Miller and other things like that oh. are still ha- like can get a bad bag like no matter who you are where you yeah. are nobody's safe nobody's yeah. safe but mm-hmm. i actually just saw um there's this tiktok uh profile called like the data guys and basically what they do is they take all this data for different topics they compile uh compile them and then show it over the years and so this one was um Overdoses, I think it started in 1980 or something. You're talking about that motion graphic graph. Yes, yes, yeah. That. And it's then it crazy. shows you like what 
people are overdosing on and it was like cocaine and antidepressants. And then I just, as it kept on going and then it hit like 2000, it was like 2016 or or something. Fentanyl just skyrocketed just so above any of the, like it was just actually seeing the numbers and like seeing the way that it's broken down when it's in front of your face like that. It really, uh, it's, it's opening to yeah, see data is super eye opening like that. Yeah. It sucks because it's so demonized. Like you were talking about that. No money's really getting put toward it. And I mean, as unfortunate as it is, most things in this country never really get touched or even looked at until like rich white people start dying. Mm-hmm. That's true. So it's like until, yeah, are, yeah. But like who, it's going to have to be like, like who, who in the pharmaceutical company's brother has to die for them to be like, well, oh, it's shit. big pharma is the reason why fentanyl is on the market in the oh, first yeah. place is mm-hmm. that's where it came from. And so like for, for, I don't know. I don't think, uh, I don't think it's going to go anywhere in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They're making too much money off of it. It's a oh, it's a money thing, and it's it, like it doesn't matter how many people die. Uh, it, it, when it's a money grab like that, that doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Which is, Which sad. is yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but I feel like um, that's just like a reoccurring theme with uh, a lot of things that are happening. Or well, it goes back to like the whole water thing. I don't know, you know, <laughs> just money. Uh, yeah, right. money, money. So I can buy things. <laughs> I need things. Yeah, I mean. I will say I like to spend my money. I do. <laughs> I go shopping. I have a shopping <laughs> problem. But like, don't we all? Yeah. Uh, just I, I the focus on uh, money with the yeah. Just yeah, but you're not like a murderer. No. There's a difference yeah. there. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But uh, um, on a lighter note, away from all the sadness, I wanted to ask you guys: What was your favorite secret set you caught at Forest? I didn't go. Well, in spirit, <laughs> if you could have been there. Um, I mean, I was just catching a lot of... I didn't catch too many outside sets that I wasn't working, I would say. Yeah. I mean, there were definitely a handful. Um, I would say, I mean, it's I'm, I'm biased again, but um, Mercive's Grand Artique set was fucking Oh, dude, I was fire. there for that. Were you? Crazy. Dude, ID Crazy. banger after ID banger. Yeah. I'm telling you, this guy is the mixing god. Like, then, I don't know how he does it. That whole, even before that, for Rekno's Big Gay Soiree. Oh, like, not low through down. Not like, low, dude. So fire. I don't know if yeah. it was Kiva or 100 Drums, but somebody was blasting techno. It's like 2 p.m. Oh, I'm sitting there eating a, Island. 100 did the 100 drums, yeah. Side trance. Yeah. yeah, dude, it was nuts. I was eating fucking Island noodles. I was like, just vibing. <laughs> I'm like, what they, is this? I, like, and I'm, I'm, torn because like i really want to see was it is how do you say it line lonnie l-y-n-y i don't know how to pronounce it. i, know I don't know how to pronounce it anyways i he is really fucking good that guy but uh i think he was at the same time as the big gay soiree but they were just going so hard and also like um i was saying to david and emma afterwards i'm like this needs to be a thing because jesse and alex were just like feeding off of each other and I mean, once Gabrielle left, like she left pretty much like when I got there. But when they started actually doing like more deep dub and like their own stuff, just watching them together was so amazing. And like the their energy, the smiles, they're just like big cheesing, just throwing the fuck down. And everybody there was just losing their minds. I think uh, I heard like a part of the stage crack a little bit but oh, like it was I just like 
think that stage uh, is there like year round too. Yeah, things so like wooden. They go. Structure. I think they go to different places as well. But I've met a lot of the people who work for the Grand Artique, and they are all such great people. Yeah, the yeah. fact the that the we stage got a crew awesome. party, and that was ridiculous. The, yeah, there there's a Grand Artique at um, Lightning in a Bottle as well. So yeah, so they, I think that they travel it, around. Oh, Grand wow. Artique is that like Cirque du Womp? That wooded that wooded stage. That yeah, I was posting. That had like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they claim that they're the best stage and honestly dude when I, I would say out of everything that I was working or bouncing around it just felt like a family there and I met every single person that worked there and they were so cool mm-hmm. so cool understanding willing to have conversations and then like I said we got invited to the crew party and it was nuts. I saw some really amazing acts at the Grand Artique yeah. at, at Lightning in a Bottle that I just happened to stumble into and was like blown away there but um Same they here. did a. Dirtwire did an orchestra um, where they had like a, a conductor write down a word on a whiteboard and then he would show it to everybody in the group and then they all just had to like play and jam off of that word. That's and awesome. it was That's it was dope. really, really fucking cool. Yeah. And the singers would like sing that and then he would just constantly be changing the word and then he would show it to the crowd too, so the crowd knows what they're going off of and but yeah, that was at the Grand Artique. And then I, when I got, to, I didn't know it was a thing that's at multiple festivals. So when I got to Forest and I heard that there's a Grand Artique, I was like, this is cool. Yeah, and I didn't, yeah, this is news to me. I didn't know it was a, a multiple festival yeah, thing. So that's they really travel. Cool. I had yeah. no idea. And their um, sets are so, real quick, I just want to say their yeah. sets are super dope. I met this kid, Aiden Sokol. It's so cool or Sokol, I don't know how to pronounce it. Sorry if I'm butchering it. Uh, but I met this guy the day before and we just had like a heart to heart. I was like, he's so nice, such a cool guy. End up stumbling into his set at the Grand Artique. My man was throwing the fuck down nastiest house cuts I've ever Dope. heard. Hell yeah. And he had that shit bumping. It's nice when it works out like that, too. Yeah, and the it thing just is... kind of, like, somehow accidentally, like, the universe is dude, just like, it, here you go. It was perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, stumbling up, and I just met this guy the night before, and seeing that he drew in such a big crowd during all these huge headliners to see people sitting there or sitting there dancing there and supporting. It was so beautiful. Didn't you say that... Uh, Grizz, Grizz's set at the Grand Artique, they had to shut down. Yeah, dude. Okay, yeah. so I... <laughs> too many people. Yeah, so I, I forgot about this. Um, I was there the day before, and, you know, I think they just announced it later, like the next following day, but they were talking about how the, the stage is so small, it can't really hold that many people. Uh, I get word from Grant's team and then from the Lewis the Child team that they're going to do something at the Grand Artique. I'm like, okay. I'm trying to think, like, secret set, how's this going to work? And then Grant shouted it out. <laughs> the good life, his good life said he like said something about it on the mic, and then Lewis the Child started putting it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And the second it hit social media, dude, fire hazard. Yeah. I showed up. It was literally protruding out of the set into the forest, and fire marshals were there. How were the cell? How was cell phone service there? People could still access like all their stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Verizon sucked. Apparently, Verizon. I AT and T. I didn't really have a problem. Yeah, I heard I had, You could connect to the artist Wi-Fi though, and you could have yeah, Wi-Fi. Yeah, like, I had backstage that. on pretty AT&T. much. All yeah, but like, how does the crowd find out like what's going on if it's like? On I'm Twitter? assuming like well, on, during the campsites and stuff. Yeah, like, during yeah. the yeah, when you got out to GA campsites, you actually had they tweeted yeah. it like the day before or something, so yeah. people had time. And then also oh, okay. like if enough people see it, it's word, going. Yeah, it's, going. it's like yeah, word of mouth. And then yeah, end up showing up there, and the stage manager. I'm talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, we had to shut it down." Like. 
it's a hazard. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would literally totally. protrude into I, the forest. Before, yeah. before, before have, it was like, even tweeted, but, it was But the a funniest hazard. thing is, though, is that Grant put something out saying, like, it's not happening anymore, and people were still there, like, we don't believe it. Grizz is coming on. Lose the trial. He's point. trying to get people out of here so we can yeah. have it happen. And we're like, going to stay. Exactly. Like, I ended up going back to the artist camping, and we were hanging out primarily by, like, Trey's bus, which is the Mercer bus, and, like, the mm-hmm. Lewis the Child bus. And we were all just kicking it there and just, like, talking about how, like, how this went down. But it's just crazy to see how many people came to support. But it was not the right stage to be doing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it can't happen. Well, it I mean, honestly, that. though, yeah. props to, like, everybody who was in charge there that took the initiative to do that because, like, safety is, like, the most yeah, important Yeah, I mean, part. you think about it, it's, like, it's a big wooden structure, dude. If people are climbing on shit, they're gonna, people are going to get hurt. Oh, yeah. You can't have, like, another Astroworld scenario. Yeah, that's you know? what they yeah. were taught. That's one of the few things that they said, too, that it would have turned into an Astroworld situation. It's like saying, Absolutely. It's like saying the word bomb at the airport, but it's, like, uh-huh. you have to, like, <laughs> be very conscious of it, yeah. you know? <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, would have been an awesome set though. Were you so you were because uh, you were following us around when we were walking around the forest with Rekno, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Were you still with us when we went to the honeycomb stage and that like jazz jam band was like no. completely shredding? Mm-mm. Damn it! I, was it? I don't know. I need to go back that and like stage, check the times. Like that I stage is really cool. It's beautiful. Oh that my was. god! I wish I shot something there. I love the <laughs> colors and the way it's like centered around yeah, and just the, the big three sixty iridescent balls. Yeah, I don't know. I love that stage. Yeah, that's when we. It was, dude. It was this like, it was a saxophone, keyboard player, like bassist. Like it was jazzy, but it was like high intensity like jam jams and this like keyboard player i just remember looking at him and his arms are just like ripped ripped, (laughs) i was like oh my god this was like it was like one of the coolest things speaking of secrets never skip arm day i heard he was like just just going nuts i heard thursday night there so my roommate billy weinger was shooting for wavepoint the former half of golf clap yeah yeah, and he said it was like i saw photos and videos dude it looked nuts and so many people were there and then i got to see the stage myself on sunday i had not walked past that to see the whole immersive 360 set i think more festivals need to do stuff like that oh yeah that would be so cool like it was just so intimate and the 360 awesome. set yeah yeah i mean well that's just well, a it's thing like the coming stage around right in the center, in the yeah. center yeah. yeah and everything's literally right around everybody mm. is doing a th- some sort of 360 set yeah. now i mean i feel like it uh def was like kind of the first people to or, I mean, a festival doing that is pretty rare, but actually, I remember in 2019 in Colorado, uh, Grizz did a 360. I was just going to say, yeah. He did with no cell phones and... Oh, his no cell phone parties are the best. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, but, like, it's starting... You're seeing it more and more, at least with, like, Offbeat in Colorado, they're doing it. Offbeat's crushing it. Uh-huh. Mutiny. Cl- Circle, um, too. Cir- oh, yeah, Circle. Uh, is it... No, not Circle. Sorry. That's the, like... <laughs> crazy elaborate like, but i know they've done 360 sets though. um what is it deaf or turnian sound just did one yeah deaf um, deaf global is it deaf? yeah yeah deaf, deaf global yeah. and Atlanta, that's where right? yeah that's yeah. where i feel like they kind of started like pushing it to their front and then now it's becoming more of a widespread thing like offbeats yeah. doing it mutiny is doing it um which i mean i mean i'm all for but i also I, I just think it's funny, like the the trend. It's I don't so- know the tre- the way that everything in the festival scene, the concert scene, music in general, the way that you can just, I feel like I can feel a shift happening from just like everybody is tired of 
the same old, same old. Everybody's looking for stuff that's different in all like in, in terms of music, in terms of the experience that they're getting out of these things. Because, you know, they're paying money. For, yeah, they're paying yeah. a lot of money for these things. You want stuff more immersive. Yeah. People are looking for a more unique experience and a more uh, something that they can like run home and tell their friends about. And their friends are going to be like, oh, what? Yeah, like, yeah. you yeah. know, this 360 it's a, yeah. it's the whole experience. And I think that's what Grizz was doing like at, toward at the beginning of everything when he was getting really big. That was really cool because everything kind of had like a motive and there was mm-hmm. like a reason and like a goal. So like, you know, there's fundraising for this. Like, you know, everybody knows each other and like this family experience builds up. So there's kind of like a mission statement almost yeah. versus yeah. just kind of like, hey, let's all meet and get fucked up to some music. Uh-huh. Or, you know, and that's one big and, thing I really respect about him. And even seeing, dude, I was seeing the crowd during his Chase and Golden Hour set. A lot of the kids with the cool bunga flags, mm-hmm. which is held on Camp Tamarack. Like that's where I went to camp. And mm-hmm. seeing him bring all these people together in They're so dope. many different ways. People were trying to represent. Yeah, people were trying to represent, but bringing them people together, like as you were saying, like a family, a community, and he has intention behind every single thing that yeah, he does. Intention's a good word. Yeah, for, yeah. yeah. I, that's one thing I really. He's like one of the biggest people that I. I don't say biggest people I look up to. Best people I look up to. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but honestly, dude, he's he, up there. Yeah, he crushes it. That's what I'm trying to say. He yeah. crushes it, and I love that dude to fucking death. Mm-hmm. I, I think that. Um, I mean. At least with the EDM community. I mean, I guess with most music in general, when they get these followings, um, like I said, if Grizz tells you to clean up, you're going to clean up. Yeah. Like, they they have uh, they have the opportunity to make a big difference. So uh, seeing people like Grizz and like Mersive and um, like, like Rekno who yeah. are bringing light or using their voice, using their... Platforms. Exactly. Platforms, for... Yeah. For like a positive agenda. And yeah. Big shout out to Brandon because he does that very, very often. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brandon's really good at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to speak on too, like the the expectations and like that act to follow and kind of that thing of like everything has to be better than the next in, in yeah. a sense. Um, I kind of first got that like glimpse of like, holy shit, that would be or like that's must be so pressing with like the bass nectar phase and like going through that whole yeah. thing. How like that cult following and like i mean i was a part of that for a period of time obviously Mm -hmm. some way shape or form but um just like how each set has to be better than the next and it's like constantly having to level up yeah even with like creative work within my own work like having to constantly push that boundary and like get better and better and better it's it's stressful in a sense and i mean i feel like art like musical artists obviously go through that same same exact thing i can only imagine what they're feeling i feel like sometimes i feel like a speckle oh yeah compared to like what they're feeling the weight on their shoulders yeah Yeah. totally Uh, i completely agree though like at least within at least the between my content from uh bonnaroo and forest i and i came to this realization last night actually was that if I'm not, if I don't have a shot that like completely wows me and I'm like, how the fuck did I get that? I'm automatically like, this sucks. I suck. Like this is, it's like, I need to, I mean, I'm at a point where I know that I, I will never live up to my own standards, but like, I I wish I could, like, you know, imposter syndrome. Yeah. It's imposter syndrome, but I just, I guess it's just time and patience and all that. Yeah, but, like, but uh, and the thing is like with that, though, I feel like it, it's okay to feel like that at times, and that's a testament to yourself and your work and what you need to push yourself through to get out of that. Yeah. You know? And it stuff sucks. It, it sucks when you feel like you worked so hard and the end result is not what you expected. Yeah. Yeah. You know? 
But or you're in Lightroom and you just can't get that edit the way that you yes. want it to look. Yeah, you and know you the way it. that it's supposed yeah. to look, but uh-huh. you can't get it there. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Dude, it's so yeah. And or like I've had photos that I'll show people and they're like, this is so good. Dude, but like in my head, I'm like, that this happens is to me all the time. This is trash. Yeah. I have like, shit that I like, don't trash. even post. And then like Trey will just be like, dude, that's fire. What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm like, wow, that makes me feel dude, good. Because I, had, I thought that was ass. I had an experience <laughs> with that. I was at summer camp and not this past year, but the year before, and I was shooting for Grizz. And I remember... I got all my photos and I was so happy and then I'm looking and I'm seeing like what a live coverage is doing, what Acre is doing. I was just about to say, I think it comes down to like comparison from like yeah, social media it, and exactly. stuff. Exactly. And I'm looking at what they're doing and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm trash. I'm like, I'm not even close to what these guys are. And my photos now, looking back at it, I did a, one of the best jobs that I think I've done so far in my career, but I was so hateful towards myself that I was like, I'm not going to post these. I'm not going to post these. And I remember showing them to like, to Grant and the team and showing them to my roommates and just kind of being a little bit more level-headed and, like, looking back on that, I shouldn't be comparing myself to other artists and that mm-hmm. we're all on our own path. Comparison you is know? the thief of joy. I guess. Oh, my God. Is, I, that's something I have to continuously remind myself of. But at the same time, <laughs> like, yeah. I I don't know. I, I think that I, I want to continue growing. And I am, but just, like... Uh, it's it's that thing of like I want to wow myself constantly. Yeah. I mean, hey, I didn't even get to go to Forest this year, so it's just like. Well, you were there with me in spirit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm t- I'm like I still want to go there, but it's like one of those things where it's like I'm not gonna fucking pay for a GA yeah. ticket. Well, we're, Especially we're, if like all my homies are back there. We're gonna figure it out for you next year. Yeah, I want we'll to. I need to get there. Man, we'll definitely get it to work. Yeah. And just a side note, you can't compare yourself to a live coverage because there's literally like. 30 of those motherfuckers. Bro, I, there's like 40 of them. So, like, like they're literally yours. like, all right, you're on a 12 millimeter. You're focusing on telephoto. You're going to do just raw clips. Oh, and you over there, you're getting the badass FPV shot. Like, yeah, they're dude. all so specific yeah. where I'm over there trying to do photos, raw yeah, clips, right? and videos all yeah. in like Comparing yeah. yourself to a whole production dude, team is just yeah, never going to work. But you get where I'm coming from with yeah. that, though. And it was, it was really interesting, though, to, to meet them. I met some of the live coverage guys and just seeing them have like, three assistants with them and i'm like damn dude I they're just I had that. they're just running back to the media tent dropping cards like it's crazy they had the string cheese thing done in 40 minutes they said what like, what the fuck wait well you're like a, a live stream edit or something or what no what do you not mean? live stream like a full recap of like saturday night cheese done in 40 minutes after the set that's one of the crazy and nobody was like on a switcher it was just all like somebody behind a computer like <laughs> I mean, it was. I love that. I'm pretty sure. I just like, how do you get your computer to fucking operate that fast? You're lucky if your computer doesn't crash. Export times and first of all, data transfer. That's at least they've got one of those giant fifty thousand dollar Apple fucking supercomputers. Yeah, because my MacBook can't handle that. I'll tell you that right now. I do think it's funny though that, or interesting at least, that you you pick a live cover. Like those are the. The it was two? just what I saw at the time. No, like, yeah. Okay. So yeah. like who would you say that you because when I'm when I think about like people where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'll ever be as good as them. I'll give you an example. Okay, yeah. So like Tyler of Acre Media, one of my really good homies, every time I see his work, I'm like, damn, I'm like, I suck. <laughs> I feel like hyphy. Every yeah. time I see his work, I'm like, dude, why is you my try shit working under this guy twenty four seven? You know what? If you were <laughs> like one of those that. people as well. <laughs> By the way, sitting across me. Oh, Ooh, me? Yeah, you. Oh. oh. Yeah, same <laughs> well, with Trey. Like, <laughs> and same with Trey, dude. And the John Humphrey and multiple other people. But it's just like getting in my own head. That's what really just sucks sometimes as a creative. No, I agree. You know? I just, I was saying that like the, 
the photographers that I'm looking at that I'm like, oh, I'll never be able to like, get like them are different from the photographers that you look at and are like, oh, I'll never get like them. Yeah, which it's, it's probably it's different. Like, yeah. yeah like, and so I think that's pretty cool that I like everybody's like, oh, I'll never get to this certain place. But then like you're already we're certain all people, in our own place. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I don't know. But even though and touching on this also is like um, I met a lot of photographers at Forest, such nice people working for blogs and stuff like that. Um, and I was telling Issa this earlier, I was like sitting down having conversations with them and they're telling me that they met some kids on the media team or some other photographers who I'm not going to name and we're just so rude to them and just like so in their face. And I'm sitting here just like, I feel like we should all be building each other up and creating with one another and not just trying to tear each other down. Yeah, that's, that's really toxic. Yeah, and that's a really toxic big thing in the scene is gatekeeping. Yeah, 100%. gatekeeping in the community of like, oh no, this is my thing and all of that. I mean... It is hard to a certain extent if you're kind of working on an own on your own style and then you see someone else. But at, yeah. The, yeah. at the end of the day, like we're all growing and there's room for us all. We're all trying know? to like, eat, dude, at no, the end of the day. It's they, not like I'm going to grow if you fail, you know? Like if yeah. you succeed, yeah. I succeed. If I succeed, you succeed type thing. No, 100%. And what does it do? It just pushes you to push your edit better next time because somebody took your technique yeah, the last exactly. time and but you're even, like, oh, I learned something new. Even giving people advice, like there's nothing wrong with that, I and I think that's like one of the most respectful things that you can do. If somebody needs help with something, and you guys are doing the same thing, like look out for one another. And people see that too, and they fuck with you because of it. Yeah, there's a lot of people coming up to me asking, like how, like the number one question I got was like, how do you, how do you get into this festival with a camera? Yeah, yeah. yeah how I got do you that shoot? Too. How I've been do you shoot for this festival? And I was like, actually, I'm not shooting for the festival. Uh-huh. They hire the exact same media team every year. So unless you're going to get hired by them, it's kind of your only option in that regard. Yeah. But your best bet is to find an artist or just start shooting for free, get recognized in that sense, and then yeah. hopefully you raise eyebrows of an artist and or work for a blog and build that relationship yeah. and or work for a blog. Yeah. So I've been getting asked that a lot recently. Um, what I will say on that though, is I, I would not be sitting here if it wasn't for other photographers. I think other photographers have, are what helped me, uh, get here in the first place. And I'm pretty lucky in the sense that like my first gig was Dirty Bird Campin. And so I was working Mm -hmm. alongside Don, Don Idio, um, Brandon from Brand One Films, uh, Wes Salas, um, like a solid fucking and just mind blowing what they produce. Um, but they've all, I mean like Brandon's the mm-hmm. one who helped me get started with raw clips and figure out how to export shit. That's and, awesome. and Dawn's the one who sent me a template of how to reach out to artists and how to get booked. And that template is how I met a hundred drums and, um, got the worked for artists when I was first starting out and like went to sound Haven. And then now, I have like tiny and she's helping me out and like helping me learn how to get into festivals. It's just like, at least, I mean, I can see people having issues with photographers, but I haven't come across anybody yet. And it's just so unfortunate that like, I mean, I'm happy there. It seems like maybe there is a shift happening as well, but even, even the acre team, they helped me out so fucking much. Yeah. So much, uh, get like tossing me stuff, helping, uh, helping out with extra stuff yeah. i don't know like ali i'm staying with her for Lollapalooza, and she's giving me a place to stay so like that's awesome yeah man. i, I don't know that. just but i think also a big thing for you me and trey and jonathan you as well is that we all have very big personalities and a lot of people that i think i've met in photography videography are very socially awkward mm-hmm. i would say i'm socially awkward from my experience with you i think you're more extrovert introvert at least towards me 
Well, it's because you talk a lot. I do talk a lot. You force me <laughs> you bring to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you I'm, force I'm very, me to talk. But I'm if you put social. me with someone else, I'm crickets. Yeah, but I feel crickets. like a lot of people that at least I've talked to don't understand social cues or have social awkwardness, and sometimes they'll miss those opportunities. Well, yeah. I, I think I, I think I do have that. I mean, being a photographer too, especially in the live event industry, you have to know how to network and how to talk to people. Yeah. That's the because hardest part for me. If you don't do that, then you're not building those relationships or building that those connections. You, you know? gotta put so yourself out of that comfort it, zone. I, mean, yeah, I couldn't agree with just you more. as much as getting the good shots and stuff. You got to be that cool person or like that nice person or people or a person that someone wants to be around. Yeah. yeah. And so. then also on another note, besides people following musicians, if people like your work, you will build up a fan base. Totally. You're Dude, not just I, an artist. You're also a personality. Seriously though. The, I'm cut, like the compliments at forest this year were like through the roof. It was like <laughs> really actually insane. Yeah. I, truly humbling. Yeah. And I feel the same way. Uh, I was really happy though. And I've had issues like this in the past is going to shows and I feel like sometimes, you know, obviously our work week, weekend is a little bit different than others people are taking drugs they're partying when we're trying to work mm-hmm. i've had issues of people touching me trying to kiss me i remember you saying really that. yeah, yeah that i shit's post this on instagram and uh yeah i'd have guys and girls come up and touch me like all the time and i never really understood that before until maybe four months ago five months ago slap my ass grab me at forest nobody did that people are super nice coming up asking me for consent for hugs i've never and, heard uh, i appreciate that Dude, I was at Disclosure. People were grabbing my ass when I had a mullet. People were grabbing my hair. It was very uncomfortable. Oh yeah, there's like a thing where like people think if you're just this big party animal, then it's just all fun and games. And really I get perceived like, as that very often. You gotta <laughs> well, having those boundaries <laughs> are like really I, important. Yeah, and setting boundaries is huge too. But I will say, it forced uh, all the compliments and just like made me feel very at home and very just like respected. And it was beautiful. But I do agree with you setting boundaries. And I think coming off as I have a very big personality, coming off as mm-hmm. a big personality, sometimes people who will follow me on Instagram, think that we're friends. Mm-hmm. But they know me on a more personal level. Mm-hmm. And setting a boundary with that has been something I've been trying to work on the past couple of months. Yeah. Well, it's good. I mean, boundaries do nothing but help um, weed people out, too, because it's like when you start setting boundaries, if people don't respect your boundaries, you're like also have to – like it's kind of a reminder to people. It's like, hey – I'm setting my boundary because I want you in my life. Like if I exactly. didn't want you in my life, like you wouldn't be here. Exactly. So like I'm just letting you know ahead of time, like this is what's okay and what's not. So yeah. Luckily, oh, haven't run into that issue. That's good, and I hope that you don't. I'm a swing yeah. on them. <laughs> <laughs> These hands are rated E for everyone. How was that? How Nikon was, uh, makes a good weapon, I hear. So. Uh, <laughs> there you go. How was safety at Forest this year, by the way? I thought safety was great. I did see um, at the RVs probably the most was when I saw the med the med carts going around. Mm-hmm. It's probably at the RVs, but felt like pretty much um, safety wise, I thought it was going pretty well. Security was pretty nice. There was a couple here and there, like late at night, just passed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt like everything was being monitored. Aside from like, and you guys fun. never really stepped out to GA, did you? Uh, I went I to GA. the Renegades. Yeah, yeah stuff, I went out yeah. just for the Renegades, and then my roommates were in GA camping. But I felt like everything was pretty safe. The only thing, like I said, is the Renegades. I guess I saw the most like med tent carts, and then like the fentanyl issues. Mm-hmm. What? I saw a, I I saw a post about someone that had a goat as a service animal. What? At a I did not see that. There was somebody at, at Electric Forest. I okay, mean, I so I it might be the same guy who at Movement the past couple of years oh, would have a goat. I know who you're talking about. I don't tr- think it was that same uh, guy. Exactly. I know exactly. I've who seen him. Yeah, that, yeah I've seen him it's outside him? of Grismas, yeah. like the Masonic Temple. He'd mm-hmm. be outside. They wouldn't let him in because he'd have this giant goat. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, me too. Me too. Goats just poop all over the place too like why yeah. it's like a i feel like a dirtier but animal like to as a along. service animal like yeah, that goat just... definitely is not a seeing eye goat <laughs> just to put that out <laughs> no. there 
I mean, if anything, it's an emotional support goat, which yeah. like, if you really need to bring an emotional support hey, animal dude, maybe that's or like homie. a service animal to a festival. like I, I personally would not bring an animal to a festival. I did see a lot of dogs without it was with, fucked up, without ear opinion. protection. I saw a lot of dogs without ear protection. Blows my mind. And I saw a lot of babies and some yeah, of them did the, not have ear protection The babies well. without yeah. ear protection just kind of blows my it, fucking it makes mind. Me, it makes me angry. Oh yeah, it yeah. should. Well, I mean, I feel like the parent also doesn't wear ear... But I was, I, one time I did see the parent wearing earplugs and not the baby and I'm like, bro. What? Like, <laughs> like, like what? what? Type of, how far Fucked up can you be? Yeah. Dude, oh, their eardrums aren't developed. That's fine. <laughs> no, they're just a baby. Like, dude, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, jeez. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I remember um, when I went to my first forest, the, there was like a security issue only at, like in the GA area because like there are some people who who go there and like don't go into the festival because they don't have tickets and they just like lurk. Yeah. You know? oh. There was people huh. um, when I went. I think it was Friday. Friday or Saturday, I went into town to go get breakfast, mm-hmm. and there was people just lurking around the festival trying to get tickets, but like really? very, very sketchy. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was mean, very interesting. There's always like a group of people who buy tickets or get into the festival simply just to like rob or like steal yeah. phones, and, and that's something like that. that's a big every thing. festival. Yeah, yeah and that's yeah. a big thing. But one thing I noticed too, going out of town and very random, I don't I assume that they do this, is like when we went to go get groceries. Uh, we went to go get food and stuff. A lot of these places outside of town were giving discounts to people with electric forest bands, ten percent off, twenty percent cool. off. Wow! Which is kind of like you know, I mean, that's our biggest others. biggest weekend of the year, probably. Yeah. Of service. No, it was Surprised really they didn't cool. Tack it up. Yeah, exactly. But it was really cool. The only thing that kind of bothered me a little bit is like, you know, I wasn't wearing a hat. I have green hair. People were looking at me like I was like Satan. Yeah. Like, who is who is this guy with green glowing hair? Yeah. In my restaurant. It's the same way with uh, summer camp in like those, those small towns when they're just like, fuck, we've got that festival this weekend. God yeah, damn it. Like all these wooks and hippies are yeah. in uh-huh. my town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's how Soundhaven, you were there yeah. at Soundhaven, that drive into I was, Soundhaven. That's well, I was boonies. in and out. I like, I literally just drove. Oh, oh, yeah. Drive, like, yes. Like, cops on I was nowhere. like, am I going the right way? Oh, There's, my like, God. There's like Confederate flags hanging up everywhere. Yeah. It's like, where the fuck Good are God. we? Somewhere I don't want to see, baby. No, they, I mean, Woodstock was in the middle of fucking nowhere, too. Though. I went to, uh, what was the fest they had there? Mystery Land and. It wasn't like Soundhaven. <laughs> Soundhaven was in the in the sticks. It was scary. Uh, I did like the the bowl shape, the natural bowl shape. Yeah, that was that was my favorite setup. part because yeah. no matter where you were in the crowd at Soundhaven, you could always see the fucking stage. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's cool. so nice. I love just like natural, yeah, amphitheater style. And if it's at night and the dust is coming up, you can see everybody's headlights like. <laughs> that's awesome the, the like totems the yeah. totems at forest I know, oh don't know, even that get me started that pain. The, t- I, the, I, the tide pod bro the yeah. tide pod totem is it like Everything. every single one of my shots he's at the very front like tide pod, I saw the tide pod. he's in pretty I, much all the content i saw the tide, electric forest. I saw, I saw the tide pods i saw the john summit cyclops i saw dude i kept seeing husbala 
totems. Really? Oh. I didn't, oh, see, yeah. I didn't uh-huh. see a head. You're yeah, the only person one. who loves Hezbollah as I much as I do. Everybody's like, stop sending me this. Dude. I'm like, dude, this is <laughs> no. the best day. This dude. is like the best part he of my day. A, he is one of the greatest, peop- greatest people from my country. But... I love a has. I love Hezbollah. <laughs> do you have one of his NFTs? I don't. I wanted one of his NFTs and I fucked up by not getting one. But I saw so many different flags and totems. There was a totem of him dressed as a chef with a with a pan in his hand. And I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, that is so awesome. Super random, but I just wanted to give a shout out to Street Beat. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw your shirt, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one of my favorite places in Detroit. R.I.P., but yeah, shout R. out R. to P, those baby. girls. Um, they kill it. For Solid vegan food. Yeah, so uh-huh. for those of you that don't know, Street Beat does, uh, they were like fast food inspired uh, vegan food. So vegan Taco Bell. They started up as a pop-up and then they got a physical space and then I don't know exactly what the logistics are on why yeah, they closed their doors, but... Um, I would assume it's probably COVID related. I mean, maybe they just had a had a hard time doing that, but yeah, yeah it was like vegan Crunchwrap Supremes, uh, vegan KFC dude, chicken sandwiches. Yeah. Oh, no. This is so oh, good. It was stuff. so good. Did you guys get any dope ground scores? No. Uh, I got one pair of glasses. Oh, I found. Uh, I lost. I found a bag of powder, but obviously, yeah, threw I that found, in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> I found. A, I saw so a let's get rid of this before Charles finds it. Well, I yeah. mean, I'm not going to play literature. around with mystery powder. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I did the this. same thing, dude. Any bags that I picked up, I would just throw away. Because, no, like, yeah, God forbid good. that somebody it has fentanyl and somebody else gets it or somebody, right. a child gets into this. Seriously. It's like, I don't want them dying on my hands. It died. Yeah. 360 camera's done. But. R.I.P. Whatever. We can finish it off without it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah overall, man, I mean, the vibe was it was great. I, I do wish, like Issa was saying, that I spent more time in the forest. Mm-hmm. I found the go- little goblin, like, gnome house, which was really cool. Oh, like, nice. I, didn't... I found it right outside the hangar, which was tight. But, like, and then I walked around the hangar, too, which is really cool. Um, I, I tried to get into Closey's set observatory, but it was so fucking packed. No, or observatory, um, the hangar. What's, what's the, the carousel? The carousel. Yeah, carousel yeah. club. She packed that one out. Yeah, yeah, I guess she had sound issues. Yeah, oh, Mercive tore it down. Yeah, um, which <laughs> you what? Did he, like, blow a stack no, or something? No, no. I need to hear about this. People, yeah. people were saying that like, oh, Mercive blew the sound like for uh, Closey because Closey was right after. That is not the case. Just to clear the air. Anyone that's listening, they did not peak or limit once throughout the set. Um, confirmed. Yeah, Mercive's pretty and, on top of that um, shit. Yeah, I don't know what exactly the issue was, but it was probably Unrelated. just a. Uh, Un, yeah, exactly. Unrelated electrical or something, something, something. Yeah. But it wasn't like Mercive blew that shit up. <laughs> Dude, just talking about sound, by the way. So at the Renegades, the evil bus where John Summit and Zotronics oh, played, they had a fucking Hennessy sound system. That was the cra- I've never seen one of those in Michigan before. And it was so buttery smooth. And the struggle bus was fucking bumping too. Joe Hurtler did. It was really cool to see. So Thursday night, like I'm shooting with Joe Hurtler and Joe's doing a DJ set after. Oh, nice. And it's Joe Hurtler competing with it's Joe Hurtler on the right side and then Mize on the Mean Mug bus and he's playing house music and just to see them competing and then somebody's on the evil bus and just to, uh, dude it was just that was, so many different it, crowds of people so there was we were out there for Mercive and yeah, Opalite I ran set. into you after yeah. that yeah, and that was, I mean, if you were on any sort of drugs out in that crowd, like, I feel for you because that must have been horrible because <laughs> yeah. the sound bleed, like, they were offering the, oh, the stage was... next to them money to turn it down. I, so I was, gonna, I was going to say something like, I didn't want to, but yeah, dude, they offered the struggle bus, I think, like, 500 bucks yeah, to turn the, down the sound. Because the second you passed in front of the buses, like, into the crowd, it was just like, you're listening to five different songs oh, at once. Oh, that's terrible. Like, yeah. Just horrible. But then... I don't know if you noticed this when you were up there. When I was with the struggle bus guys, they're good friends of mine. The cops showed up. 
Mm. Really? Like well, they, they fixed it like Friday, Saturday, like Smokeland had an after party and, they, yeah. and it was fine. Like they weren't I think, even there. So the issue was with the, the um, I saw that they had function ones, but the tops were working. I don't even know if they had bottoms or the bottoms just weren't working. For but, the Renegade or that middle uh, for, stage? No, no. The middle one was Struggle Bus for Mean Mug. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, overall, man, everything got fixed. But just see how many crowds and blends of people were there. Yeah, It was seriously. unbelievable. And then I remember being there during John's set, and there was, like, like older gentlemen and women partying there on the grounds. <laughs> like, had to have been 40s or 50s. Like, string cheese heads were partying over there Hell for John's Summit and Subtronics just getting fucked up. That's so cool. At all hours of the night. Crazy, crazy stuff. So wait, Mean Mug was there? The, yeah, so they hosted the 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 bus. Yeah, there's three buses. At least on the south entrance, there was the Mean Mug bus, and they have like a lot of parties, of electricity. They do a lot of bass shows. There's yeah, they the, started at my house. Oh really? Back <laughs> when I lived up the street. There's the Struggle Bus, and I've I've done stuff with the Struggle Bus before back in 2019, and they're very good friends of mine. They travel festival to festival, and then it was the Evil Bus, and I was I got to hang Evil? out. Evil. Yeah, evil like good life, evil Chicago or evil good life Chicago. I don't know. Okay, I couldn't tell if you're like. Oh, yeah, evil. No, it's evil. It's evil. Yeah, that doesn't have to do with the glass company. uh, I I don't think so, but I think that they get sponsored through Forest. They were at summer camp as well, and their bus was banging. Don't quote me on anything I'm saying because I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. But dude, they had a Hennessy sound system. It was banging. But like Trey was saying, there's sound bleed. And then the north entrance where the RVs were supposed to be, and there was some mishap where it got switched to the south. All the other renegades where there was like the jungle bus and a couple other buses there as well. Mm-hmm. Dude, I didn't make it to issue. that one over there. No, I didn't either. It was I no, I actually I got sent one of my friends hit me up because he was playing a birthday set Thursday before it was after Joe Hurtler. But this dude was so sauced on ketamine, he sent me the wrong way. Oh no. So I went no. all the way north, like and I walked, and then I had to walk all the way south to the other buses. And I'm like, I'm never doing this walk again. Jeez. <laughs> I didn't my feet, make a dude, single I had renegade. So many blisters, you missed out. Did I though? That John Summit Subtronics, <laughs> I'm just saying. Did I? That John Summit Subtronics, I've said it so many times, was one of the most interesting sets I've seen. Well, yeah, I thought. Dude, that's why I felt it was in 2011 at Electric Forest, and all my friends were like, we gotta go see Skrillex. It's gonna be so dope. So then we're going to see Skrillex, and then, like, you know, I'm like out here, and I, I hear Cashmere, Led Zeppelin, Cheese, and I was just like slowly just started. Away. Yeah, I started walking away, and my friends were like, dude, you're missing it. And I was like, dude, I hear Led Zeppelin right now, like yeah. from Cheese. Like I'm going by, and then when I went there to Skrillex afterwards, he was like, "Not like it was not a very good set." And I was yeah. like, "Oh, did and, I?" And, and to each their own, you know. And I feel like when I've done group camping before, everyone has that expectation of we all need to catch these sets together. Yeah, I loved being you know, disappearing. Yeah, I like I do I like doing my own thing. I disappear. I wander. If I'm meant to find somebody. My frontal lobe and their frontal lobe, they'll vibrate. We'll find you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, Next thing you know, you'll just be in a hammock and you'll pop your head out and your friends will be right there. Yeah, exactly, dude. And I'm like, I, I had like a hundred missed texts. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Like, I didn't have service. It's The point of forest is discover yourself and yeah. also discover everything within the forest. You don't have to be with your friends 24-7. Mm-hmm. And that's the most beautiful part about forest. That's the beautiful part about like festivals. I was in just general, about to say, opinion. any festival. I always just like, like meeting to new people. Well, I think, I think camping festivals, like city yeah. festivals, like move, when I did movement yeah. a couple yeah. weeks ago Concrete or a month ago. Jungles. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally, I just see the same people over and over and over again. Because mm-hmm. we're just jam-packed yeah. in an area that I, you all know so well. There's so many people that I've met in festivals over the years that like, you know, my friend will move to like Asheville. And next thing you know, I'm like, hey, you're living with homegirl? Like what? And they're like, yeah. oh, you guys know each other? I'm Dude, like, yeah. Yeah, dude, like festival 2000, whatever, you know, and it's just like having the family all around. And then when everybody gets back together, it's like, what's up? 
Honestly, really and I've noticed again. too, like, and I've had several conversations with people about this over the weekend. The music industry is so fucking small. Everybody meets each other somehow, some way, or yeah. has a mutual friend with somebody. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. And I wouldn't trade it for anything else, honestly, dude. I really feel like that I'm on the right path for myself, and I love being immersed in meeting people like you guys and sharing Fuck moments yeah, man. like this with other creatives. And that's one of the reasons why we even started this podcast too because all we do is we see our friends in the field and there's not really a lot of time to talk when yeah. we're running by each other with cameras. Yeah. We're like, yo, let's all get together and like chill. Let alone with live event stuff, you're screaming in each other's ears oh, like, oh, how yeah. are you? Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, but tip, tip for next year, I'm going walkie-talkies and bringing my own golf cart. However, I can finesse it. <laughs> yeah, we were talking, you gotta about, get we were talking about a personal uh, Super 73. Cart. Yeah, dude. <laughs> can't bring bikes into the forest though, unfortunately. There were some people with one wheels, though. I think only in the artists. Yeah, stuff, I saw a couple guys with one that's wheels. Clutch. That it was very clutch. clutch. I don't um, know how to ride those things. I don't either. I they're, they're, they're dangerous. dangerous. So like they're they have dangerous. like it's like you lean forward yeah. to go, obviously, but if you lean too far forward, they have what's called pushback, and it'll give you like a little little nod to let you know that you're like you're pushing too hard. Mm-hmm. And if you ignore that nod, and like sometimes you just can't feel it because you're going over bumps or whatever. It'll just completely shut off and just nosedive and it just slingshots. One of my friends, like, <laughs> that's the only reason why I want to myself so bad and like it's, almost had to go to the hospital because oh of one God. of those. I'm yeah. Like, that's like the one reason why I'm like, you know, I'm good on that thing. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I can't do anything on wheels besides bike and scooter. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't you. roller skate. I can't rollerblade. <laughs> what about I can't, longboarding? No, I can't. I can't oh, I I longboard. I, I can't skateboard. Um, I got an e-board um, over quarantine because I was bored out of my mind, and that thing is sweet. Like, yeah. Being able to control it. Recno shooty busted out. <laughs> oh yeah, I was yeah. screwing around in the in the warehouse for that Dude, one. Dude, but yeah, can you imagine trying to do that forest bumpy ass grounds? Yeah, you would die. Geez. I can't tell you how many times I was drunk and I'm walking. I'm like, this is not and in pitch darkness. It's not oh, level, and yeah. I just fall on my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck. How uh, how far are you guys in the editing process? I don't uh, want to talk about it. <laughs> so, he's done yeah I'm finished so I worked with Joe Hurtler in the Rainbow Seekers I was also going to be working with Kareem Ali and he had some visa issues and couldn't make it out of Germany mm. <clears throat> damn uh, with Joe I got all of their photos and videos done on, on top of that we did two interviews with Electric Forest and then we did an interview based um, I, I don't know how to describe it but for their new label okay for a new album that's coming out so we did a lot of really cool content nice um, but I know we had talked about this before with the Rainbow Seekers is that they've never been sent to a festival with like a mission, like an itinerary of what we need to do. So we're all on different pages. And to get all the boys together took a, a lot of effort from yeah, all of us, but we got it done. Yeah, dude, because everyone's like on a different journey. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. half of us are going to the RVs late at night. Half of us are going to sleep. But we got everything done. Um, I finished my edits on site for photo and video. And then the interview stuff I just sent to them the other day. And then um, what's it called? I did engagement photos for one of my buddies and he proposed during Grizz's Chase in the Golden Hour and I just sent him everything last night. Yeah, and I'm going to be making prints for them as well. Hell yeah. Dude, it was really cool to share something like special with somebody and be part of that moment. That's super cool. The editing process is the hardest fucking thing for me. Just, I was telling Billy this last night actually. It's like, when I'm edit, okay, editing is my favorite part. Like that's what makes my photos my photos. Is yeah. I'm like I'm gonna admit I'm not the best photographer. I'm a good editor. <laughs> like I can <laughs> I can take a bad photo and make it look pretty okay, but like this whole turnaround time of because like social posting is like time sensitive. You have to like it's just 
me rushing my editing process i don't get to do what i want like i can't take the photo to where it actually needs to be be yeah Yeah, it's not gonna like i'm hate being rushed like this whole gotta push everything out gotta have everything within a week fucking hate it that's like my least favorite part about working for artists or you know just like i just like to take my fucking time and like really put you know as much as my of myself into these photos like also i will say my calling uh my calling process is a little unorthodox and i i could be faster with that but like i really like i really do view every single photo and then i have like an area that i'll go to to depending on what the photo is if it's daytime if it's nighttime i edit completely differently and i hate just don't like it's just frustrating so yeah yeah, i got a few i got a few sets done i got notless done i think i got super toss done but like i just wish uh it was respected more as an art like you're not gonna if some if an artist is like hey guys gotta push back you know the release date on this album gotta fix a few things everyone's like yeah you know i mean there might be a little bit of pushback but people are more understanding if it's like an people don't really look at uh, photography and editing as an art like that. And it's because it's become more of an ad. It's for ads. It's for pushing. My thing is nobody content versus photography. Exactly. Exactly. And that's not what it should be. In my opinion. Also, nobody Mm -hmm. on your fucking algorithm is going to see your damn post on the day Mm -hmm. that you posted anyway. So why don't you just Mm -hmm. let me take my time (laughs) and like the algorithm sucks. Nobody's going to see it. But also for people like, let's say you're working with like a group that's expecting you, you did six, seven sets. Yeah. Expecting you to get that back in 24 hours. That's literally, I mean, and they don't saying that they don't. It's just a hypothetical thing. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, and there's some people who like have to have that standard that they have to have that done, which uh-huh. is like, dude, that's that's nerve wracking to me. It's easier for me when it's just photo, like yeah, uh, lightning in are... a bottle. I will say my workflow was fucking phenomenal. Like every, I didn't have to do any editing once I got off site because I would go out for an hour, I'd shoot like 200 different pictures, I'd get back, throw like like my workflow is great. When raw clips get added in, I slow the fuck down. And then also just like working with the different artists, like I'm not going to edit super tasks pictures the same way I'm going to edit Rechno's pictures. Yeah. Like with, with Brandon, I'm going to add more color, like um, just be more vibrant. But with someone like super task, I'm going to go more, airy and like dreamy and uh I love like that muted. You said that. yeah you know you gotta i i mean i think at least my job as a photographer or as a music photographer is to communicate an artist brand's effect like an, art, an artist brand effectively and i'm gonna edit their photos based on what I feel that their artist brand or what they feel that their artist brand is. If they have a specific vision, they like don't like like G Jones. He only wants pure black and white, no tints. And that's yeah. you know, like it's our job to communicate it's what like a, they want. It's like a double edged sword too, because you're trying to explain like, hey, you're exactly what you said. Like you're hiring me for photos to communicate your brand yeah. and to like represent who you are as a person. And then like kind of trying to 
put your foot down in the sense of being like, hey, like also you have to respect me as an artist. Exactly. Of what's yeah. going on. Yeah. But then also being like, please i still want to do it you yeah, know what i yeah. mean and it's uh-huh. like just that it's it's what yeah well like being able to translate like your style into mm-hmm. each one of those to be like yeah that's a yizza photo right there i can tell because like x y and z <laughs> yeah you know? yeah um while still tailoring to each one of those artists styles i agree as a, as a craft in its own uh-huh. i mean finding your art your style as an artist i feel like is the the hardest pinpoint oh, yeah. it truly is well, i think it i mean evolves. that's like the biggest honor i feel like is when people can identify that that is mm-hmm. a style. max photo or yeah. a tray photo or a user or a john yeah. you know yeah. like, diving into like how your photos and that's what i've had an issue with that you were saying with like rock clips is like how people can identify my photos and my videos mm-hmm. i feel like that's one thing like with videos are, are completely different and i feel like somebody couldn't identify my videos compared to my photos yeah and i finding agree that fine line between and that shit drives me crazy yeah well my issue with raw clips and i i don't know if i told was talking to you about this but when i'm taking a picture like what i'm doing is freezing like that moment in time and i'm trying to capture all of the feelings of the artist and the crowd and just the entire energy the with the raw clip most of these artists okay the reason why they're asking for raw clips is because it does better on a social media algorithm oh yeah most of them don't give a yeah most of them don't give a fuck about having videos good pictures are important they're used for press shots they're used for articles blah 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 raw clips like that's literally just so you look at all it's just for social media and, and it's you know, usually and it's just an for ad. the artist at that one moment where they're like they wake up the next morning they check their count like and they're like oh dope or yeah. they're like hmm. yeah but you know what's crazy with and then raw- that's it it's over that's what i'm saying you know what's crazy with raw clips though and just and i'll let you speak right after this is that i've talked to grizz about this is that he went from going doing recaps to more raw clips because the raw clips are what hit more totally. on Instagram. That's what I'm and saying. And that blows my mind because it's people put in so much effort on recap. recap. Trey, I'm literally saying it's a recap <laughs> god over here. Mm. It's not, it's, it makes no sense to me. It's like we're going backwards. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Instagram reels and Instagram really pushing video and Yeah, and trying to keep up with TikTok, dude. Content. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like Jerk and Jalof. It's that uh, Caribbean celebration thing that I'm, yeah. I'm doing it all this weekend, too. Um, my point of contact, we have decided, you know, like, hey, we're no longer doing recaps and we're only going to be doing short form micro content. So it's like everything vertical, everything either <laughs> slow mo or like, Whack. or, you know, like easier the way it's on your end. Oh, it's totally it's easier like, on my end because, like, you know, if I'm doing a recap, I'm cramming like 60 to maybe 120 shots in like a one minute video, depending on how yeah. I'm moving. But then, like, when you've got this micro content, it's basically like the vine. You know what I mean? It's like a shot can be six to 10 seconds long if there's only two of them in there because it's only a 10 second or a 15 second clip and it does better on social than a recap. It still blows my mind. So you can stretch that content out because people are just going to go like this double tap, move on. Yeah. You know? And just like, and I, and I, think you saw my tweet about this. I rant about this day and fucking night. <laughs> I'm excited to hear it. I can't stand that photography and videography are being lumped together. Like, no, okay, dude, I will respect a recap. <laughs> I will respect cinematography. Like that form of video, I wish I could do that. I think it's beautiful. Fuck raw clips. Yeah. Stop. I'm a photographer. I'm not a videographer. Mm-hmm. You hey, can like, <laughs> and that was I one mean, of the things too. When Tree Vlads was asking me for all my portfolio, it's like, dude, I don't really have a lot of live event photos, but like my photography speaks for itself. On top of that, like I can give you like 
a hundred different recap videos that I've done that are all bangers. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they're yeah. like, okay, raw claps, raw clips and photos. And it's like, yo, dude, my, my photo settings and my shutter speed and every single thing like that, it's going to take me a few seconds to switch that in and out. Like when you're moving in between yeah. record or shutter button, you know what I mean? Like there's so many different things dude, to do to nail that. It's so annoying for Joe Hurdler. You just got to set your custom buttons, bro. Come on. Well, yeah, 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 I agree with that. But for Joe <laughs> Hurdler, dude, I was double strapped up. I had one, one camera for one camera video, for one for photo. And I was like, just so uncomfortable. I'm switching back and forth and switching lenses. Yeah. And I was like, first off, I felt like I was in the wild, wild west. <laughs> but like second off, I'm like, it's just so much work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm, re- I mean, I I was just talking, I think, before about this before we hopped on, but like, I love doing photos and videos. Obviously, like they're both freaking yeah. yeah. my Bad loves. Yeah. But if I could just focus on one or the other, like my work would Your definitely ex- be so much better. Because like, better. I mean, specifically for like the immersive set, like I was terrified. Like this was the most preparation that like the whole project has kind of put into a set yeah because we had like sfx and flames and like all this stuff to where we had like uh excel sheets like breaking down the whole set with like notes and all the different hit points on the flames and all this so did you have walkie talkies or in-ear pieces yep and then makes a whole difference yeah and then also like i was able to like study the set like for the week prior so i knew it like time and time again or like by the back of my hand but Mm -hmm. like still that terrifying like just risk of like not getting that shot or like i was literally there was there's times like when the confetti is going off i'm switching between video getting like the initial drop of the video Mm -hmm. and then like stopping that quickly switching to photos well it's still like in the confetti yeah getting photos of the confetti like it was a lot you know and it was there was a time too they he dropped like his track worthy opponent and for some reason in my head i thought it was fire dance and that and fire dance was when we were going to launch the pyro and i was like fuck i was in the pit and literally like as fast as i could sprinted to the uh to the top of the stage and i was like oh my god this isn't even fucking fire dance what am i doing i'm like out of breath yeah. like dry yeah. heaving hey, but at <laughs> least you got those custom buttons set though that's what matters. <laughs> oh dude those i mean i definitely spent i i rented the a7s3 for the weekend and oh, stuff nice. dude, I think yeah, it was it was insane i gotta say it is really weird with the dual iso there's like i mean twelve thousand eight hundred iso is cleaner than 8,000 ISO. Yeah, it really it's, makes no It's sense. really weird. Um, this is the native camera ISO. Well, yeah, I know. It, it's just doing a really weird thing with the sensor that's kind of mind-boggling. Um, but yeah, dope camera. Um, the 70-200 G Master was a fucking beast. But... Um, well, like, also, it comes back to what you were saying with, like, yo, the, my product could go way through the roof. And it's, like, that's why they have, I'm not sure what team you guys were referencing to earlier, but, like, that's why they have, like, 20 people. Oh, oh live, uh, live coverage. I yeah. mean, dude, they had, and like I was saying earlier, it was just so crazy to me just to see that they had, like, five, six people on stage shooting and three assistants each person. I'm like, damn, I wish I had that. <laughs> that's why I want to start working with more festivals and stuff is because when a festival hires me, I'm focusing on photo and yeah. my shit is way fucking better. Like yeah. I went for a Brandon set, mm-hmm. had a phenomenal time. I yeah. just did photo. I got some good pics of him. I got probably better pics of him than I did for anybody else because I had to cut back like exactly how much and you know, like everybody prefers video. So for the algorithm or whatever. Yeah, so now I got to spend less time also just getting through the crowd alone takes like 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 for um of the trees 
took oh, me his like crowd crazy. It was fucking thick, yeah. and like just trying to get through that alone takes away like a fourth of the oh, set yeah. time, oh, and so now. And then also just navigating backstage, all the people standing backstage. Like now, I have even less time to get 40 second clips each and then also get artist shots, crowd shots, you know, all of that. Just. It's like yeah. we were talking about earlier the artist versus the operator. It's like, yo, you can get a camera operator anytime, but like, do you want me as a specific artist mm -hmm. doing your shit? Yeah. That's the other thing, though, is uh, I, I think some people just hire photographers. They don't even look at the work, and it's like, oh, I, I don't like any of these. And it's like, did you take a look at my work beforehand or did you just hire me because I'm a photographer? Like yeah. you, if, I don't know, they gotta, I think they need to pay more attention of whose vision because we all see things so differently. And that's one of my favorite things about photography is that like the way I see something, it's not going to be the way well, you see something. Different. We're shooting the same set. Our pictures are completely fucking different. Like yeah. they, mm -hmm. it just, it does, it's, like a thumbprint it's like a fingerprint for each one you gotta like, pick yeah. the right person and not to mention like the i really love the working with artists that actually have appreciation for what we do because mm -hmm. we are yeah. documentators we are yeah. historians you know without us we would only i mean there's everyone has an iphone in their pocket now which is whatever you know but yeah like, no 100 percent. working with artists and like the artists that i work with i can say like truly do appreciate it and at the end of the day that does like speak tenfolds difference. as opposed to just like speaking to a tm who's just like doesn't even reply no, and you yeah. see him on Not instagram all, you yeah. know and it's like cool on top of that is communication yeah that's yeah. the number one thing mm -hmm. well some people they're, they're just not going to get it though is the thing they think that yeah. we just you know take a fucking picture i have an iphone i can take the same thing my iphone camera is great like they don't they're not no, people you don't, don't, understand you don't get it some people don't and it that's i mean you're able uh, sort my dj friends are able to walk in a room and be like yeah the sound shit this this and this like high end low end i don't know what the fuck they're talking about when i'm talking about like <coughs> dodging and burning they don't know what the fuck i'm talking yeah. about it's just a, I mean, you, you either get it or you don't yeah. <laughs> the girls that get it get it because <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. laughs> don't, don't and just watching people like uh, i was watching my buddy chester shooting for big g and they were shooting off pyro and my man was inches away from it and i'm Oof. like sent shivers down my spine i see like what you're what we're risking to get a perfect shot for mm -hmm. you some people will never understand that mm -hmm. how much time it takes to edit people assume that like you were saying they can do it straight off their iphone it just it bothers me some people are really fast like their turnaround times and i wish i could i wish i could but like i just the, uh, my ocd just does nah. not i have to sit and like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I definitely feel you on that. Real quick, it's question. all the process. Can I go use the bathroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. let's take a little. Let's take a little break, and yeah. we can wrap this up soon. Yeah, because we gotta head out yeah. to Grateful Dead in a little bit. Yeah, I need some chicken nuggies. Oh, we're yeah. definitely getting chicken nuggets at Wendy's. <laughs> chicken nuggies. Hello, hello, hello. Yo, yo. Hello. There I we can go. hear you, Big Daddy. There we go. There we go. <laughs> it's time for a for a new receiver already. <clears throat> no, it was just being weird. I needed a little Nintendo flair, bro. The unplug and plug in. <laughs> a little blow tech. Right. Cool, cool. You can start us off, Trey. All right. Well, we are at episode 18, sitting here with the legend Max the Chevy and Yiza here. Um, thank you both for joining us. We are fresh off. Uh, 
four, some people five day festi- festival, Electric Forest. Still, I was sleeping in my bed every night. Still all running and running on fumes. Yeah. Um, but welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you for having us. Yeah. Um, Max, legend in Detroit, been doing the, I would say, veteran. Oh. <laughs> I thought you did got that under the table. <laughs> <laughs> what? Max is like, yeah, great, this is me. The Great Lakes are calling me right now. Uh-huh. Interesting. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, veteran in the game, amazing photographer. Yiza, also an amazing photographer. I've been seeing you literally everywhere recently. Um, I don't know how you're doing it. You're everywhere. <laughs> so, My Instagram um, is just flooded with her posts. Seriously, blowing up. Um, I've been seeing your work everywhere and getting reposted everywhere. So it's Thank really you. cool to have both you guys on the podcast. Yeah, excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to be here too. Thank you guys for having us. talk about camera things. Didn't yeah, you yeah. just come back? So you were in Michigan, obviously. Yeah. And then you went back to Florida? No. Oh, okay. You haven't left. No, I haven't. I haven't gone anywhere. Yeah, because you were oh. staying with, <laughs> no, with him, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought you were saying that we were, you were touching down on a plane or something like that. Oh, absolutely not. No. Okay. I That's was. Cool. I drove from Florida to uh, Bonnaroo, and then from Bonnaroo to Forest, yep. and then I ended up staying a night in Grand Rapids, and then came back to, to Detroit. Yeah, yeah. No. Came back to Detroit. Have you yeah. been to Detroit before? No, this is my first time in Michigan. Period. So oh, wow. yeah, okay. yeah. What uh, do you think? Um, <laughs> I like some, I like the weather, I will say that, but I haven't really felt like I've explored enough of it to get a good feel. The highway uh, system a, is just a bunch of trees. Yeah. Lots of, I've seen, okay. I saw more roadkill in three hours in Michigan than I did driving across the country to Las Vegas. <laughs> I don't understand there's like What's times of the on? year that it gets like crazy yeah. bad. Like, Here, Max, can we get you to pull that mic closer to your face? Can we get a check, 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 check? Hold Beautiful. that. Beautiful. Well, I can barely hear him. Can you guys hear him fine? I can hear him. I can hear him. Let Not as loud as the rest like, of is us. Like, cl- is clear? Check, check. He's got a loud I'm number voice. two. Oh, okay. me up. He's number four, I believe. Check, check. Check, check. There okay, yeah, there you go. Cool. Beautiful. Wow. But yeah, hella roadkill out here. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is if they're just, they haven't, the wildlife haven't gotten the the get-go with the, the highways yeah. and stuff. I mean, when, that's so ignorant to say, but. They it's need, a good they sign. They need some nature highways a bad for sign. sure. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, out in like Utah and Colorado, they have those nature highways, which are yeah, mm-hmm. someone proven. Too. Okay. Yeah. They're proven to actually work, which is actually really cool. <laughs> have you uh, hit a colossal pothole yet? Oh, no. God. Did you guys miss them all out coming into yeah, my crib? Yeah, thank oh, God. Okay, man. okay. No, we did dip in a little bit. Yeah. We did dip in one. So bad. They're so Literally, bad. this bend right out here is like swallowing cars up almost every day. It's Jesus. I'll be Michigan doing work is on my known. computer, yeah. and I'll just hear like a go-doom, tss, and I'll just oh. run outside, and boom, 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 boom. I'm <laughs> like, oh, there goes another one. Oh, Damn. no. That's the worst. Yeah. They're craters out here for sure. Oh, yeah. Michigan roads suck. Uh, yeah. I've, I mean, one thing that I've been figuring out is most roads in america suck because i've been you know driving around pretty much everywhere and uh it's it's not any better anywhere else actually well i will say florida's actually not that bad yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. yeah, yeah i'm realizing yeah. that now georgia i gotta say i think has the best roads hands i agree down. with you on that tell that down. to atlanta yeah. atlanta it's, yeah atlanta sucks well, but atlanta's Everywhere bad. outside, like on the outside skirts of that, is like it's glass. nice and well taken care Seriously. of. Yeah. I realize it's, it has well, to do with if you guys have, if you have tolls or not. If you yeah, have tolls, sure. yeah. your roads are primo because mm. all that money is going back to that. Everything else is going God knows where. Mm-hmm. Also, in Michigan, we have 
winters where hot and then cold and then huge semis. I think there's lots of cracks and stuff. What do you mean? Like when stuff heats up and cools down, it separates and cracks. Dude, dude, look at Ohio. Ohio's got the same weather that we do. And as soon as you cross that (laughs) borderline, it's like, (laughs) yeah, it's so bad. But you have a point. Yeah. Okay, enough about the roads. What's up, guys? How was Forrest? Tell <laughs> Forrest me about was it. crazy, man. Um, I'm still recovering. Yeah. Uh, it was completely beautiful, immaculate. I think that going into Forrest, I was feeling very like not creative and burnt out. And coming out of Forrest, I feel like I'm on the right path of my okay. career. And just with like my happiness and mental health overall, Fuck yeah. it was, dude, it was beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah. I was feeling burnt out like a couple of weeks ago, and I had to disappear into the like Nordhaus Dunes area and I kind of had like the same thing like a nice little reset so yeah it felt like a a reset a little bit of um uh grounding yeah I would say grounding but oh dude it was it was beautiful so many experiences running into so many friends I haven't seen in a while networking was just out the wazoo I was gonna say like getting your getting your feet down on the ground and just being able to like network with like everyone and just seeing everybody like it's in the creative world too and just like rubbing it's those crazy, shoulders is really dude. Cool. it's crazy and then i think also just like meeting so many people that i inspire to work with or that i look up to and just like getting to hang out with them one-on-one and just like dude we were having like heart to hearts going and catching shows together dancing together it's like the world around us didn't really matter yeah and there's no like social barrier well when you're surrounded by this the same people that you are and that you do in the same creative field like it's really I assume it's really refreshing because, you know, you're just, you're the average of all your friends. And if you and all your friends are all together doing the dope shit, like there's nowhere to go but up. Dude, it felt amazing. Just like a high, you couldn't like get off of that ride. You know what I'm saying? It was so nice. That's dope. But I'm happy yeah. for you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, body-wise, struggling. Dude. <laughs> <I> <laughs> struggling hard. Saturday. Well, aren't you guys going to Grateful Dead tonight, too? You yeah, gotta, we're going to Grateful Dead and John Mayer. You got it. Saturday night, I hit 30,000 steps. That's 15 oh, miles. Smokes. Dude, I hit 25. That's a lot. Yeah. Did you but, guys have any like blisters or anything like that? Oh, or? I have a really bad one on my foot, but I was also, as much as I could finesse, golf carts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, the wildest stories I could tell them, I'm like, yo, I need a ride right now. Mm-hmm. When you have a camera in your hand, it helps out too. Oh, they, 100%. They show, they show respect to that. The so. first night though, when we were coming back, <laughs> coming back with Joe Hurtler and we we're all pretty sauced. It took us like two hours to get back. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Well, you got to stop and say what up to everybody. Dude, yeah. Go check shit out. We took one of the school buses one of the nights. And like, <laughs> yeah, how was that? Dude, they loaded that thing up. Like packed to three to a seat. Every single person packed in the aisle way, like squished up against people. It was like Miss Frizzle in the magic <laughs> school bus. I was just about to say, I nutty. assume like the bus driver is just like, get in. Yeah, Dude, like, she, was, she was this old lady that probably actually was a school bus driver for like the kids during the day. And, oh, like, yeah. it was, she loved it. It was sweet. Did you guys get dropped off at the artist camping? Because the first night they're like, we're not going to take you there. So we ended up just, I walked like two hours throughout the whole festival. Were you, up in, on, you were in Lot D, right? Yeah, yeah, I ended up on the freeway with Joe Hurtler. And we're like, oh, we got to go all the way back now. And we ended what? up going through the fight. Yeah, dude, we were sauced. Jeez. It was oh, like man. seven in the morning. We we're like just trying to. Go that back. was the that was the night I ran into you at the yeah. straight bus. Spunion. Oh, that yeah. was a mess. That I had night. no idea what was going on at the Renegade bus, and then like the night after, um, we went to Grizz's like Good Life set, mm-hmm. which was really cool. And then I drank a little bit too much, and then I somehow appeared at John Summit back to back Subtronics. And by the way, craziest Renegade at Electric Forest. I have never seen anything like that. It was so it was on, That was on the Renegade bus? Dude, too? yeah. It was on the Damn. Evil Chicago bus, and the bus was, like, dipping inward because there were so <laughs> many people on top of there. And oh, Subtronics man. was, like, playing house. John Summer was playing dubstep, and it was packed. Do you know what happened to his arm, by the way? No I idea. Like oh, um, him and his mm, girlfriend. Yeah, she, for his girlfriend, 
she was pulling a big suitcase and dropped it on her foot and for his arm oh, he was man. walking his dog and his dog just like pulled him or some oh, shit. Oh my god. Yeah, I saw he had like the what yeah. what timing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. I, I said to her, I was like, You two are a pair with your foot and his arm. <laughs> It looked but, like uh, they got in like a car accident or something. That's what Way I thought. Serious, you know? That's like, what I thought. Which I thought it was funny that it was like two completely unrelated. Yeah. But and just stuff like happens. Like random I guess. mishaps. Yeah. No, that's uh-huh. crazy. Well, how so, was your experience? Your yeah. Experience was this your first forest? Spun. This was my first forest. Okay. Um, I had a good time. I don't feel like I got the experience that I was expecting. Well, you were hustling. You worked. How many artists did you work for? Um. I want to say seven, but okay. I'm not exactly sure. That's crazy, That's dude. I'm not exactly sure. You're what did you do, you know Trey? Um, I did Smokeland, 100 Drums, Mersive, and Recno. So four. So four. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I, yeah, I did... Um, God, I can't even remember. I did, No, I did... Okay, Not Low, Recno, Supertask, Lab Group, uh, Potions, Blue to Tiger... There's someone I'm missing. Of the trees, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Of the yeah. trees. Okay, yeah. yeah. So seven. Yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm so far out of the EDM scene. I don't recognize like half those names. Yeah. <laughs> I, want terrible. To, I want to ask you, how was Blue the Tiger? Because, dude, she is so, so She's dope. awesome. I only caught the end of it because I was working uh, Brandon's set. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I caught the end of it and snapped some pics of that. But I mostly went for like press shots. Um, my friend Josiah, he does uh, official media I don't know. It's like double O official. Okay. And so it's it's like kind of like an acre thing, but um, he, they're all over. I know he's based in New York, but he has like Megan Birch on there, and she's based in Texas. She's really awesome. Um, he, he has another girl, Leah, um, who's phenomenal. Um, she goes under the name Crump Nugget on Instagram. <laughs> That's Check funny. Out. Yeah, she yeah. But uh, yeah, so he plugged me in with blue to tiger because he knew I've, I've been trying to get in some more genres besides edm like so more bands more rappers like and everything and yeah stuff, exactly yeah. yeah um so that was fun too yeah but uh for the most part oh well, i think i went into it i mean i've been wanting to go to electric forest since i was like 13 years old it's been on my bucket list for a long time um i went into it with like i don't know everybody always talks about forest and how like life hype behind exactly yeah yeah yeah. so i I went into it thinking i was gonna have like a very life-changing spiritual experience um which was i mean i still had a great time but i think next time i want to do less artists and actually like get to take it in i also feel like i'm spoiled because i went to i've been to halloween a couple times and i and i love halloween that's and the forest of the south for exactly sure. yeah, exactly that's too. and mm-hmm. it's just like a little oh. bit smaller so less walking yeah. <laughs> but i feel like i get the same vibe with like the trees and they have the big wizard and i don't know and also it's halloween time which is my favorite holiday so you get that cool spooky vibe mm-hmm. um I feel that though, yeah. and it is so hard to fully enjoy the forest. I feel like, I mean, when you have seven artists you're working for, literally every yeah. time I was running into you or yeah, you're running probably around thinking about like your batteries, your cars, yeah. like basically oh, yeah. everything on the back of your head. But um, yeah, I can I can definitely relate to that. It's kind of hard to find that balance and stuff. And I know like John Humphreys and Zach and stuff. They 
we did the the Recno video together, but <laughs> mm-hmm. like they were strictly like that's the only artist we're working for because we want to like enjoy Forest. Like that's our one festival kind of yeah. yeah, deal. And I was like, I feel you. I'm also like making that check. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. I yeah. think that's the route uh, I'm going to take next time and uh, hopefully get to experience a little bit more. But uh, I don't really have any complaints for, I mean, I had a good time. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.